0: Friends, the Mark and Max Show is back and better than ever. LifeRadio.fm. The Mark and Max Show. As we creep closer and closer to Christmas, earlier today
1: I asked Mark. I said, "What's today?" <laughs> What day of the week is this? All, we we've both been confused. All you know, yesterday at one point I'm like, isn't today Wednesday?
0: I know it's like they've blurred, and I mean, in a you know, I mean it's one thing where you, you just kind of offhanded, you know, right. really go, but it's another to really not know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what today is. I right. don't know. <laughs> it's so confused. Um, all right, so Mark, you yes. are done with Christmas shopping, or very close to it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I that think. means. Okay. That means I have to start tomorrow or the next day. Right. All right. Okay. I'm just planning it out. I I was actually, I I had to stopping at gas yesterday. So I went ahead and looked at the Dixie Mart down past the candy aisle to see if they had any new
1: toys or something I could pick up. Well, you better do it tomorrow because the next day is Festivus and nothing will be open. So. Oh, I know. Yes. (laughs)
0: Isn't it embarrassing for businesses that forget about Festivus? They they go to work Mm -hmm. and you show up and you go, dude, like it happens every year. The postman comes by and I'm like, dude, it's Festivus. What are you doing? Don't go home. Harry, I need the 23rd off. Hey, I hired you to work during the holidays. This is the holidays. But it's Festivus. What? (laughs) You know you're infringing on my right to celebrate new holidays. That's not a right. (laughs) (laughs) There you go We'll have more details on Festivus Coming up tomorrow and on Festivus It's the Mark and Mac show (laughs) LifeRadio.fm The Mark and Mac show It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. I I think it feels like Winter in Alabama today You know, (laughs) A little
1: less than yesterday
0: It's a a bit warmer today Well, that's the thing. Day before yesterday, I'm wearing shorts. Yesterday, mm-hmm. I can't. You know, get ready to leave the house, and it's like I, go, I had to go back in to change my nanooka the north oh, outfit. No. <laughs> and then today, it's like so. I was prepared today for nanooka the <laughs> north day, and it was like ah, come on. Thankfully, I do layers. You know, uh-huh, so yeah. I'm back down to not the wife beater alone, right? But I got the wife beater in the mix today. So
1: <laughs> I was it's telling, just crazy. I was telling you about the. Uh, uh, going with Jane, who's off, yeah. off for a couple of days this week. She's burning some vacation time. And so she wanted me to go with her on some errands yesterday. And I knew the uh, the family truckster was th- was hovering just above the big E. You know, it's, just like, it's almost out of gas. I knew I was going to have to. The first thing that had to happen yesterday after the show was I got to go get gas. And, of course, uh, Uncle Mark gets to stand out in the cold and pump gas yesterday. It's 10 degrees warmer this morning than it was yesterday. I could have used that while I was standing out there at the gas pump yesterday.
0: Uh, Do you know where any full-service gas stations are?
1: No okay and you notice how i answer, how i quickly answered that no yeah <laughs> I, am, I don't i don't know that there are any full service gas stations i ain't
0: anymore. paying an extra 10
1: cents a gallon yes yeah. i am um, <laughs> without um, even thinking twice uh-huh. unless uh unless maybe some states have got regulations because you know you talked about you yeah. had somebody come visit and you pump gas and they freaked out that time yeah oregon yeah, yeah. all
0: my family's from the northwest
1: yeah and my dad was like what
0: what are you doing? It was like, I mean, he actually thought like I was going to be like, I, hey, are you, what, is that a bracelet or are you got handcuffs that you've chopped head in half? You know, <laughs> are you on the lamb? And I was like, hit the brick, see? I and mean, he thought I was an escaped convict. I'm like, wow. no, dad, we pump our own gas here. <laughs> and he goes, but what if so? And so? I was like, yeah, we, we, you know what, dude, we, we change the oil in our car and we still That's dump right. it in the gutter because our gutter isn't a cement gutter.
1: It's a ditch. Welcome to Alabama. We're a free country. liferadio.fm
0: the mark and mac show before we go any further I, i'm just gonna point it out we don't dump our oil in the gutter okay around it's a joke it's just a joke but the thing is mark you know what okay by the way i, I know those of you who are you're listening you guys are hearing some christmas music we're dropping yeah. in yeah and you know, i told you this a couple of weeks ago yeah. you really do have a couple of choices when it comes to christmas music as a programmer <laughs> Either you go all in or not. What used to be back in the day, starting at Christmas or Thanksgiving, rather, um, you would drop in uh, some Christmas music on Thanksgiving Day. And then from there on out each week, you added one or two songs an hour until you got to the week of Christmas where you added four or five songs an hour. And then Christmas Eve, all Christmas. Mm -hmm. That was how it went. And it was just a progressive time, you know, because if not, if you go all in too early, People are fed up.
1: Yeah, you lose, you lose you right? lose listeners, yeah. Yeah.
0: And if you don't play any, it's kinda like you're missing out. So yeah. anyway, that's why you're you're hearing it. It's just there are so many options, you know, to listen to Christmas music twenty four seven. I mean there's channels built around it that Oh yeah. I, I just added in for our own edification, just Absolutely, for our own yeah. benefit. But yeah. Anyway, so we were talking off the air after I made the comment about dumping the old oil in the gutter. Yeah. And I I'm gonna, want to be clear on this. Cause I know y'all are listening all over, and I just dropped a y'all because we are from the <laughs> southeastern part of the United States in Alabama. Yeah. That was, by the way, something that embarrassed me to no end when my friends would come over and my mom would say, well, y'all come and get something to eat. Mm-hmm. Because my mom, being from an island called Ocracoke, which is 27 <laughs> miles off the coast of North Carolina, yeah, she spoke with a, a hoitoid accent, mm. which is part British and part North Carolina redneck, okay? <laughs> and it's tough to understand on a good day. So, being in Southern California, born and raised there, and my friends coming over, they sometimes come over just to hear my mom say, y'all. <laughs> all right. But anyway, That's because funny. we live in the southeastern part of the United States, we do have some freedoms because we're not all nuts yet. And <laughs> yet. That doesn't mean that we also did not grow up in the seventies watching the Indian cry, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we saw that tear. And, and so we pick up our trash and we don't yeah. dump oil in the, oh, all right. say so right. hey, we, I really don't want to go too far out. Cause I can name three people. I know right now yeah. that I don't even think they have a septic tank mark. I think <laughs> they just <laughs> dump their dump out in the woods. Okay. So. <laughs> but Mark and I don't dump our
1: oil in the gutter. No, no, just both, so of, you know. both of us. And we've talked about this before. It drives yeah. us crazy to see people's trash on the side of the road. And, oh yeah, and, and people yeah. who dump the junk out of their cars in and, and parking yeah, lots and trucking. and, and yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. And yeah. so that's not us. It was it was yeah. a gag. It's a joke. We're just making so, a joke.
0: But yeah. that's the thing, you know. If you um, in reality changing your own oil right now, <laughs> there is no manliness to that. It's really you know, you can go to any number of places and you want to make sure you want to check ahead of time because a lot of places have an upsell built into it. Uh, but if you need your oil change and that's all you need and you can take it to certain places and they'll change your oil and you actually will come Mm. out ahead when you get into truly disposing of the oil and the mess and everything else. Uh, anyway, so look around, but beware. There are some places that you'll go to get that 19.99 oil change and no matter what happens they're going to charge you oh, 79.99. Yeah. And you're going to be, but I didn't want you to change my headlight bulb, you know, <laughs> I didn't, didn't need that interior light change. I'm i sorry. I didn't even headlight. know I had
1: a cabin air filter. Where exactly. is it? You know? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> Anyway,
0: but, but I will say I used to be that guy. I ain't not yeah. take him. I, I would be that where I, I'm not, I am not taking my vehicle to get service for something I still can do myself. Right. Yeah. And then it was like the last time I did it, the reason it's the last time is because when I totaled it all up, it basically cost me more to do it myself than I could get done at Walmart.
1: Yeah. There is a time there. There's a point in your life where time and time and money, you start to understand it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah. It's just worth it. Give somebody a few bucks to do, do that instead (laughs) of you, instead of you laying on the cold concrete and doing it yourself, Mm -hmm. that sort of a thing. It, it just is but then there's then, other things where you know you you might as well take care of it yourself that's a little thing
0: but yeah. you know mark without having a full service gas station now yeah you know we used to be when you had those full service they would check the air in the tires yeah. check your oil check yeah. your they would check all your fluids mm-hmm. and they'd say hey your transmission fluid's a little low right and <laughs> now it's like sir would you mind checking my fluids and they're like you're what and because he's the he's working the cash register at the convenience store you need to see your
1: doctor for that sir i'm sorry but i don't know if you can check transmission you can't (laughs) you can't Uh, (laughs) have you looked you can't find a transmission dipstick. i know know, engine bay anymore they're gone (laughs) but that's the thing if you take (laughs) it
0: to one of those shops they will do they check from bumper to bumper yeah and it's worth it you know because we don't check our cars the way we should true i can't tell you every one of my kids except tyler i actually have heard their car driving and going when was the last time you checked the oil and they would look at me like the what and like, okay imagine how your body would feel with no blood okay because you would be dead right right yeah well your car
1: right now is on life support so you need to you know your check engine lights on yeah it's been on since i bought it gotta buy a sticker for that
0: life radio.fm it's the mark and max show as we count it down to festivus day after tomorrow and uh we'll we'll get you the details on that coming up so you don't miss uh the festivus poll and 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 by the way yeah. there's no dancing involved oh, it's, no, it's something no. else we'll get you the the we'll break it all down for you in a couple of minutes kind of <laughs> to get you ready to play but first we were talking about car stuff yeah and mark goes oh he just throws it handed. Hey, it reminds me of this whatever eating my i'm like what And it was a story he hadn't told me. I'm like, wait a minute, this is a car you drive every day. And now you've got a, you didn't tell me, come on, man, what, what's going on with us here? Are we not friends
1: anymore? And I I just, uh, am I just finding out? I think what happened was it happened. And I, I solved the problem on a Friday. And then the weekend happened and it just kind of blew it all out, you know?
0: Oh, hey man, weekend comes, that's ho-hum, you know?
1: (laughs) But, uh, so I go get my hair cut on a Thursday, Uh, the car's running fine, I get up to go someplace, uh, actually Jane and I had to go someplace the following evening, and and I go out to the family truckster to fire it up because we're both going to go and I want to go in comfort and it's not running right. Something is wrong. It's it's just it's stumbling. It's and it's terrible. And of course, we're about to go on this trip, and I'm having the worst case scenario visions going through my head. You know, everything is wrong. And um, so the next morning, I or when we get through, we take her car that night. But when we get through, I start searching uh, to to diagnose the issue, and I'm talking with our buddy Mike, chatting back and forth, texting back and forth with him, and he says it he tells me what he thinks it sounds like. And then everything I'm finding online says, yeah, that's what all these symptoms point to is this, that there's something called a coil pack that's gone bad. They used to have a coil and a distributor in a car, you know, with spark plug wires that go everywhere from the distributor. It looks like kind of an octopus. Well, now you don't. Every coil, every cylinder has its own individual little coil that connects right to the spark plug. And one of those has gone bad. Okay, great. So I, I order one from the auto parts place that night, go the next morning and pick it up, and install it, nothing changes. It's still the same. Oh, great. Well, now that I've got a spare, let's start swapping things around and see if I can locate where the problem is, because I thought I knew where it was, but it wasn't there. And as I am starting to move things around, my hand brushes against something sharp. And I thought, wow, what is that? So I move my flashlight over and look. And what I've just brushed my hand across is the end of a bare wire it's huh. been chewed in two <laughs> some sort of animal has gotten under the hood and chewed the coil pack wires in two on one cylinder of the car so <laughs> i got I've got a squirrel out there I guess that that has a taste for wiring and he's decided to chew my one of the coil pack wires up and i uh i I have because I've done all that work on that little Miata, you know, I've done all that inside and outside work on it, electrical and everything. I have wire. So (laughs) I patched it back together again and it's running, it's running perfectly now. But wow, I had, I I can only assume it's a squirrel, you know, it's either a squirrel or the neighbor's kid who just looks (laughs) kind of sketchy, but Hey, you know, (laughs) I got critters chewing on the wires in my cars. So what kind of
0: trap do you put in the car, in the engine to catch this thing? You know, I don't know. Preferably. I'm curious. Yeah. Preferably something electric. (laughs) That's just nasty. Now you're sure you got it fixed and he's not
1: going to come back for dessert. No, it's, it's fixed. It's all fixed. I soldered everything back together again and and (laughs) heat shrink and everything you know me i'm that, you know you, I'm guy. you can't even leave the uh
0: the bowl of uh you know the antifreeze it looks like gatorade for them to drink because it doesn't <laughs> little, kill them anymore little, right
1: little signs you know for- yeah <laughs> <Well>. enjoy <laughs> it's christmas punch squirrels come here <laughs>
0: liferadio.fm the mark and mac show you know the uh, podcast available for download wherever you get your podcasts that was like the first question we got when we announced we were doing this. Yeah. And uh, it was like, are you guys are going to do a podcast? And it's funny because, Mark, over time, the way we get our entertainment or whatever has all changed, yeah, you know? Is, yeah. And you and I were talking last week about how when most of us uh, cut the cable in terms of TV viewing and, you know, went with smart TVs that have apps and all that, uh, how. A lot of times, if you actually go back and review what you're spending, you know, four ninety five here and five ninety five there, all of a sudden you look at it and you go, oh, "Well, what? I, I thought I was saving money, you know." <laughs> it's like what I was able to sneak in though, and through all these little things, is because when when we cut the cable, there were certain channels I had uh, premium. Uh, yeah, I'm a movie guy; I like watching movies, yeah, yeah. and so those all went away. Of course, when you cut the cable, but there are plenty of other ways to well, watch. Sure, movies. yeah. And now I've looked at it. I'm like, I've got all of them and then some now, Mm -hmm. you know, and LaDonna, she's, she's happy. Oh, she doesn't have that one, you know, thing. We don't need this HBO Cinemax. We don't need this Showtime. We don't need, okay, baby. No, but we do have an app, you know, it's like, (laughs) so I won, you know, anyway, you look at it and I know we're still paying about the same. yeah It's just dribs and drabs, you know? Yeah. You know, (laughs) I I told you about, uh, Oh, yeah. you're the reason we have a channel, though. One yeah. channel in yeah. particular. The, the that, Discovery yeah, Plus. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, because, you know, kept yeah. seeing the commercials, you know, to get it because of the shows we were watching. And I was like, I don't know that there'd be a lot of value in that, LaDonna. And then you were like, yeah, and we paid the extra two bucks a month to go commercial free. And so I hit her with that. You know, I said, hey, we could do this. It's like four ninety five a month. Yeah. And for two no commercials Mm -hmm. and so she grabbed it and i that is like my main channel now next to the movie
1: channel i'm serious yeah you know what's funny about that commercial free thing is that we're so programmed to to just think (laughs) about commercials you know you know how they they ramp to the commercial the logo comes up music intensifies and you and you are thinking oh great i can go to the fridge i can go to the bathroom i can go to no you can't because it goes right to the commercial break and it starts right back up again. (laughs) I still have my remote in my hand, you know? Yeah. Pause. Yeah.
0: It's crazy, but, you know, I will tell you that it's, it's really funny in looking at how everything we get in terms of, you know, our entertainment, it is different. Yeah. Yet there are certain things, though, that, you know, we are... We have expectations when we listen to the radio and when we, uh, it, even though if you want Christmas music, you can find a Christmas channel. If you want yeah. news, you can find a news channel. It, we still, it, and there is something inherent in us that we need a local thing going on mm. that actually fills us in. And yeah. I'm like, there's got to be a way, you know, uh, to build that. And I'm like, yeah, it's called, uh, it's called local radio when it had local <laughs> ownership. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that we don't have that anymore. The radio stations sure is, are all yeah. owned yeah. by a couple of major companies. And the ones that are owned by, you know, uh, um, and I'm not knocking them. God love them. It's, it's a tough world. Mm, but, you know, you, they're just so few independently owned. Like uh, Mark and Mac owning a radio station with a tower and everything. Yeah. Because it, it's just you have to compete against a major corporation. Yeah that can sell, you know, commercials in this block form that mm. anyway, it's just, it's a crazy time. It's, and it's like, it, and it doesn't make it all better. It's even tough to get one, to acquire one
1: now yes. at a local. Oh, yeah. And that's something, yes. and I say that it's yeah. from experience because it's something we're yeah. trying to do. And yeah. and you know, it's just like, I said, why don't you want to talk to me? I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm offering money, you know, <laughs> why yeah. you talk to me. Yeah. It's just strange. Like, it is yeah, very strange you, you're not I, some I, you big know, corporation you, offering me three times as much in a lump yes. that's what it amounts to you know but
0: now i know why your stations aren't doing well <laughs> you
1: know, i'm just, just saying yeah <laughs> god and, bless your listeners uh, and if you're
0: listening right now i just yes. i want you to know we love you we're praying yes, for you we but do. we're not talking about you we're talking about somebody
1: else that's right just so you know yes exactly <clears throat> yeah. yeah yeah all right mark was <laughs> Oh, I was going to, we were talking about cutting the cable and I, and I, I had told you about my thing with Netflix. So I bought it and we talked about it here we yeah. did, where I, I saw the ad that, uh, stranger things, Jay and I, it's a weird little mm-hmm. show, but Jay and I enjoy it. And, uh, we, Oh, it's, it's, it was stranger things day. And I thought, Oh, <gasps> They're bringing it back. I've missed it. We've got to get the Netflix back because Mm -hmm. I canceled Netflix at one point. And so I signed up for it and all it was was just promotional stuff. I know. (laughs) It doesn't come back till next year. And I thought, well, I got it for a month, right? Okay, well, fine. If there's anything I care to watch, it'll be there. And so Netflix has has Lost in Space. It's their revamped version of the show lost in space Mm -hmm. and it's it as a sci-fi show it's actually really really good and i saw the new season has kicked up again and i've been for the last few days i've been thinking when jane and i finally sit down we'll we'll start watching those there's only eight episodes we'll we'll crank those out in in less than a week and get that done and uh so last night was the night we're gonna fire up uh, the uh, the Netflix and watch the Lost in Space. Woohoo! And I got through the. Uh, they go back and they recap the last season, so you're caught up. And then pop, you no longer have this this <laughs> subscription. It cut me off. I watch. I got the recap, and that's all I got was the recap. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, my subscription has expired, and I oh didn't my. Know it. <laughs> i'm having withdrawals man Uh, (laughs) i gotta see me some danger will robinson you know wow that that one month yeah well
0: (laughs) yikes man you know it is funny but when you get to a certain age in life you know there's certain expectations like i would just want can i just watch this for free you know (laughs) it's not that big deal i'll watch your commercials please. i just want to see it LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac Show. You know, if you go to our main website for LifeRadio.fm, you've got the daily uh, Bible reading. You can join today, and uh, or you know, plan on joining us at the first of the year. Just no matter what you do, make sure you read your Bible every day. It will uh, refocus, rechannel, and reboot your life, pretty right. much. And and if, uh, if you have to wear a dusk mask to you know to clear it off yeah. the first time, go ahead and do that. It's fine. <laughs> All right, Mark, as long as we're going to talk about dust on the books, a professor has devised a clever trick to yeah. check if students are reading his class syllabus. Mm-hmm. You now, Mark, I tried to catch the class syllabus when I was a kid, but it was too
1: long. I had to get on the shore one. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. But I'm right. Yeah. Well, every new term or semester at the at college or university means students are flooded with multiple syllabuses outlining what they'll be studying in their classes and you know what's expected of them while some dedicated students do trawl through the important bits very few read them in full and one sneaky professor has proven that he devised a brilliant way to check whether his class read his syllabus and he played the long game to see if he could catch them professor kenyon wilson who teaches performing arts at the university of tennessee hid a cash prize in a locker on campus and put a clue in his syllabus at the beginning of the last term the hint reads this way, thus, uh, in parentheses, free to the first two who claims locker 147, combination 15, 25, 35, in parentheses, students may be ineligible to make up classes and dot, dot, dot. So he stuck it in the middle of a sentence, right? Mm-hmm. Armed with the locker combination from the syllabus, the student who would, uh, would have been able to claim 50 bucks and prove they'd read the class document. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the term, when he went back to check the locker, (laughs) the 50 was still there. (laughs) The professor says uh, it's an academic trope that no one reads the syllabus. It's analogous to the terms and conditions when you're installing software. Everyone clicks that they read it when no one ever does. There's a standard boilerplate that doesn't change. The university has us put a lot of legal stuff towards the end. But on the first day of class, I told them there was stuff that had changed. And for them to make sure they read it, he he left a note in the locker which said, Congrats, please leave your name and date so I know who found it. Mm -hmm. He waited until exams were done before checking the locker and then revealed the stunt on Facebook where huh. he wrote, my semester-long experiment has come to an end. At the start of the term, I placed $50 in one of our lockers and included the locker number and combination in my syllabus for a class with over 70 enrolled. Today, I retrieve the unclaimed treasure. <laughs> what academic <laughs> shenanigans should I try wow. next? <laughs> eh. <laughs> you
0: know, I love that. I think it's cool. Yeah. Because, well, the syllabus, you know, is it's not mandatory reading for most right it doesn't matter you know i mean if you read it you'll learn a lot of things about what's coming up you know in your class and Mm -hmm. there might be some direction in terms of your studying but if you're going to class and you're doing the homework and you're studying it really is it it is a negligible value yeah so i get it but you know in the uh, movie draft day uh with uh, kevin costner and jennifer garner um they it came out like i think 2014 15 somewhere in there i love the movie But um, in it, they used a Bill Belichick trick, uh, you know, New England Patriots coach. And what it is, is the uh, prior to the NFL draft uh, teams that are interested in certain players will send a playbook or, you know, material for the potential draftee to read, look over. And Belichick was reported to have included like a hundred dollar bill somewhere in the playbook that he would send to quarterbacks and people like that, that they were thinking about possibly drafting. And that way they would be able to say, Hey, did you read through the playbook? And if the player did, (laughs) they say, yeah, I got, I found that hundred dollar bill. Yeah. Or they would lie, Uh which was, it it was a revealing character. Oh yeah. I read it cover to cover. Mm. Really? If you don't mention that hundred dollar bill, we know you didn't. And so anyway, it was just one of those things that it actually became a, a bit in the movie Revealing this player's character, you know, in a way that was kind of surprising. Yeah. And uh that's anyway, in the there and there was one of one of the guys that, and it became a, a thing in the movie was there was one guy that actually uh, sent the hundred dollar bill back with a card that said you can give this back to me when we win the NFL champ when we uh, win the Super Bowl or something.
1: That's you know? good. Yeah. 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 So anyway, little I, tricks there. That reminds me of uh, uh I I had a class one time and they passed out a test in the class and at the beginning of it it said put your the first thing was put your pencil down and read completely through this test before you begin. Yeah. And if you did that, you saw the very last thing, the very last mm-hmm. thing in the test was do not do any of the things in any of the uh, the questions in this test, just leave your pencil, just leave your pencil on the desk and pass in the the blank sheet, right? Right. And when you read through it, it was like the question number 3 was uh, stand up next to your desk turn around 360 degrees and sit back down again it was just little things like that and you looked around the room and people were standing up they were doing odd things you could tell they weren't reading they didn't read all the way through it to the last thing they were all doing all of the things that were on the sheet oh my I word that's funny i like I,
0: i'm stealing that one man yeah. i'm doing yeah homeboys playing that game radio.fM it's the mark and mac show and up up and away 2.6 million dollars is spent
1: on what a superman comic the number one comic the first one a rare copy a rare copy of superman number one that sold on newsstands for a dime back in 1939 was purchased for 2.6 million dollars in an auction The comic, showing Superman leaping over tall buildings on the cover, was sold Thursday night last week to a buyer who wishes to remain anonymous, of Of course, course. according to ComicConnect.com, an online auction company and consignment company. The seller, Mark Michelson, bought the comic in 1979 from its original owner and kept it in a temperature-controlled safe. Michelson, he's (laughs) now semi-retired, living in Houston, paid his way through college by buying and selling comics. The character created by writer Jerry Siegel and artist Joe Schuster is a pioneer of the superhero genre and comics featuring the Man of Steel have netted super prices recently. Comic Connect announced in April that a copy of Action Comics Number 1, the comic that introduced Superman in 1938, sold for $3.25 million. Um, wow. Comic Connect uh, CEO Stephen Fischler, he says, now you look at the comic books and you go, superheroes everywhere. You look back in the 30s, there was no such thing. So this literally was the first superhero. Fischler wow. said what really makes the comic copy sold this week notable is that it's very difficult to find high quality copies of Superman number one.
0: Hmm.
1: Well you get me
0: one I'll give you a couple of good copies of it. You know I <laughs> mean <laughs> Well, you know, photocopies
1: copiers today are not what they used the copy. to be. <laughs> copies are copies, man. Come on. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs>
0: life radio.fm the mark and mac show counting down to festivus and you know mark uh, straight up i have to apologize because i i told you we were gonna you know break out a couple of things that you need to know about festivus yeah. and then we didn't do it so i thought if you've i mean i i don't have it handy in front of me i mm-hmm. don't know if you do or not because uh, festivus is only a couple of days away and yeah you know every year i mess it up because that's kind of what festivus is all about it's the festivus for the rest of us right and uh, okay so maybe could we get on that on our next break is sure yeah okay all right
1: just, just let me know what you want now all right yeah, I gotta, well yeah. i just yeah. uh, just imagine
0: you're explaining festivus to me for the first time okay okay all right all right there's a tennessee ups driver and i'm wondering if the tennessee downs drivers are mad <laughs> because These guys get a lot
1: of pub, man. You see these Ups drivers everywhere. So many jokes I can't make. A A UPS driver in Tennessee ended up making an unexpected delivery when he found a resident's lost dog and then gave the pup a lift home. Hmm. daryl slack he's a ups driver has been for 29 years wow yeah that's a long time toting packages man wearing short pants in the winter that's right said he was making deliveries in turtle town (laughs) uh what a name turtle town tennessee when he spotted a resident uh resident paula odom appearing distraught in the front yard of a home she told me our dog's gone and that he escaped from the front porch i just told her we'll find him odom said she was concerned that the uh that the seven-year-old Jack Russell Terrier, Pete, would run afoul of wildlife from the surrounding Cherokee National Forest. She says, I was absolutely in tears, and I just thought, oh, I, I'd never see him again, said uh, Miss Odom. Uh, Slack said he was in a nearby remote area when he spotted Pete in the distance. It just so happened I caught a glimpse of him in my peripheral vision, he says. He said he used some dog treats he keeps in the truck to get close enough to grab Pete's harness. Slack said <laughs> Pete rode with his packages. Uh, I put him in the back because I didn't want him to jump out the door. Slack (laughs) Slack hand delivered Pete to Odom. As he held Pete in his arms, I just about collapsed, Odom said. I was overjoyed. Slack said he was happy to be able to help. He said residents of the neighborhood would have done the same for him. He says, this area is a home away from home for me, and a lot of drivers feel the same way. I just love these people, and when I need them, they're there for me. Wow. Yeah. Good thing he wasn't a FedEx driver. (laughs) the dog would have ended up in a ditch would have been in a ravine somewhere yeah (laughs) mark and mac mornings only on liferadio.fm
0: liferadio.fm the mark and mac show and boy christmas is here you know (laughs) it really is yeah a couple of days away and I, I know that every year um, somebody is going to pop up and say, Well, you know, Jesus wasn't really born on December twenty fifth. Yes, you know? we know. And and that's okay. It it's um I felt like the explanation a couple of years ago on Big Bang Theory when Sheldon, you know, was talking about different things. It's a Saturnalia
1: uh, miracle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, you know, there are just certain things that it's like it it just it. I get what you're saying, right. and yeah. and if we were playing exact words in the Brady Bunch, I get mm-hmm. it, but yeah. that's not what we're doing. And anyway, um, along with Christmas comes many other things. There was a movie that came out a couple of years ago with Jason Bateman and uh, Jennifer Aniston, and uh, called uh, Office Christmas Party. And uh, in it, one of the uh, actors. Um, she's the one from Saturday night live. Uh, the lesbian female does, uh, Hillary Clinton impersonation. And anyway,
1: I I got a face. I don't have a name though.
0: Okay. She, uh, she was in it and she plays the uh, HR woman. Okay. The rules person in the office. Like like the hall monitor from fourth grade. I got you. Yeah. And oh boy, she was all over it anyway. (laughs) Um, and in it. Because she doesn't want to offend anyone. She's wearing a sweater, you know, that has Christmas, Hanukkah, um, <laughs> Kwanzaa. Uh, all of yeah, them. Yes. it did all of them, except it didn't yeah. have Festivus. Right. And I, I was a little frustrated at that. I thought, well, wait a minute. If you're going to have them all, then I hey, want Festivus. Especially if you're going to have Kwanzaa on there, if you're going to have. Yes. <laughs> and it was on there. So anyway, but it shocks me to no end that some people have never heard of Festivus now. If you don't know what Festivus is, um, then you missed out on something that is very enjoyable and different. Mm, and it yeah. came from the show about nothing that gave us a lot of somethings. And one of those nothings something was Festivus for the rest yeah, of us. Yeah.
1: And if you if you go to Wikipedia and look it up, um, what it says. Wait, wait a minute. Yes. Wait a minute. I there know. is a... There's a Wikipedia page about Festivus? there is, and here's what what it says. Here's what it says. Festivus is a secular holiday celebrated on December 23rd as an alternative to the pressures and commercialism of the Christmas season. Originally created by author Daniel O'Keefe, Festivus entered popular culture after it was made the focus of the 1997 Seinfeld episode, The Strike, which O'Keefe's son, Dan O'Keefe, co-wrote. The non-commercial holidays celebration, as depicted on Seinfeld, occurs on December 23rd and includes a Festivus dinner, an unadorned aluminum Festivus pole, practices Mm. such as the airing of the grievances and feats of strength, and the labeling of easily explainable events as Festivus miracles. The episode refers to it as a festival, a festivus for the rest of us. It has been described both as a parody holiday festival and as a form of playful consumer resistance. (laughs) Journalist Alan Salkin describes it as the perfect secular theme for an all inclusive December gathering. Love it, love it. But I'm shocked that every year when we talk
0: about festivus, I am again surprised that it actually wasn't invented for seinfeld yeah i didn't know yes <laughs> that's and every funny. year i think i hear this and go wait a minute i didn't know that so i think there's like a block to festivus you know that <laughs> it's a little
1: yeah it has to be invented for seinfeld it just has to be yes it's so ridiculous it had to be wait 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 it wasn't well yeah <laughs> that's what i mean
0: <laughs> next thing you're going to tell me is that uh you know Soft Kitty wasn't created by the writers of Big Bang Theory, you know? <laughs> well, give me a few
1: minutes to look that one
0: up. <laughs> it wasn't. All right. So with Festivus, uh, the, the pole, the Festivus pole, Mark. Yeah. Um, can it be any kind of pole or does it have to be a specific type of pole? Well, or? it
1: says it's an aluminum pole. That's okay. what it says. Mm-hmm. Uh, an All unadorned right. aluminum Festivus pole. And, and here why, I was, doesn't it, why doesn't
0: why doesn't it have know,
1: tinsel, Mark? Because tinsel is distracting. Yeah, <laughs> actually, he, he says I find tinsel distracting.
0: <laughs> Got a lot of problems with you people.
1: <laughs> but out of that, a new holiday was born—a festivus for the rest of us. That's
0: scratching my itch. So I. Do we have the audio of the doll story? I, I'm looking here and I don't, okay. I don't see it. Right. I'll, I'll have well, it. I you will have, have it for tomorrow. I I will. Yeah, I mean mm. because we we've got today is tomorrow's Festivus Eve, right. and that's usually when we do uh, break it out. But yeah. I, I just wanted to throw a couple little things out there to get y'all in the Festivus mindset. And uh, of course, then after Festivus, we we will talk about what the other holiday, um, Christmas. That's oh. the one. <laughs> Liferadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. Lots of uh, unique stories surrounding Festivus and uh, the emails as they pour in and people share their growing up stories and all that. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dating back to 1997. Wow. There you go. Well, Mark, a family's Rudolph decoration repeatedly <laughs> attacked
1: by a real Rudolph. <laughs> yeah. There's a woman in British Columbia. She says the red nosed Rudolph decoration in her yard has proven to be an irresistible target for an aggressive local deer, despite the fact that its nose is actually glowing. I mean, <laughs> this, this local deer is like, hey, huh. <laughs> well, Arlene and, uh, Chmelnik, Schmelik that's it. Arlene Schmelich. <laughs> You don't have to pronounce these names. Why are you laughing at me? I know. (laughs) Fort Nelson said her family first repurposed the 3D archery target, which was made in the size and shape of a white-tailed deer. They refashioned Mm -hmm. it into a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Whitetail about five Mm -hmm. years ago, and they quickly discovered local deer apparently couldn't tell the difference. She -hmm. shares a video of a recent attack on the decoration. Uh, to her Facebook account. She says every year a buck in the area attacks him or hits and knocks him over and breaks him. She said she was surprised that the deer war- uh, weren't warded off by the glowing red light bulb that her husband installed as Rudolph's nose. I'm like, he has a bright red nose. I'm not really sure what they see. She theorized the Bucks who are in their rutting season might not be paying attention to Rudolph's features beyond the decorative, uh, his antlers. Uh, She said uh, her family plans to continue to repair and display Rudolph despite the repeated attacks. Hmm. Don't they have hunting up there? I mean, (laughs) well, clearly they do because this is a, this is a hunting target. You know, it's a practice target. But I'm saying (laughs) they're right there for you. I'd say sit on the porch and keep watching. Boom.
0: (laughs) LifeRadio.fm, the Market Mag Show. Hopefully you're enjoying some of the Christmas music in there. And uh, I want to give you a a heads up. The Christmas vacation montage created by Mr. Congleton. Mm. uh, I I still, uh, that, you know, there are a lot of songs that you hear a lot of times. You really do kind of tune them out after a while. That's not one of them. Every time I hear it, it's like. I'm right there with it. I love it. Just, it owns me. You did a really good job with that. Mark.
1: Is your house on fire? Clark?
0: <laughs> Are you still dating Clark? All right. So Mark, <laughs> a woman shares a grim paper towel test, mm, yeah. which goes to show you at some point in time, if we don't stop inventing new social media things, <laughs> some bad's going to happen because we're right on the edge, man.
1: Oh man. Um, one of the perks of traveling, maybe it's a perk, maybe it's not, and staying in a hotel is that you can relax and unwind in a space that you can be pretty sure has been cleaned ahead of your arrival. And okay, they're Mark, clean it up just after stop you leave. there for a minute. Yes.
0: Stop right there. Because have I can't be the only person who has watched those news reports of how unhealthy and filthy... <laughs> And how many bed bugs are in these, you know, I don't know. I'm not the only one, right? I mean, no, watched them, I haven't have you know, I have two. And I thought of exactly okay. the same
1: thing when okay. I, when I looked over this story.
0: Yeah. I'm right. like, who wrote this? Yeah. An 18 year old, right? You know, I like, know. Yeah.
1: I know. Okay. So I apologize. You would think you could kick your shoes off and enjoy yourself in a freshly clean room. If you're oblivious to all the stuff that we've seen over the years, you might think what that, you need
0: to do. Just yeah. give you,
1: you know what, here's your marketing mag tip of the day. Yeah. If you're going on vacation
0: anytime over the next, what you want to, is buy um, a cheap set of sheets that are disposable? <laughs> because you're gonna take them yourself, yeah, yeah. take your own yes. sheets,
1: yes, <laughs> and burn them when you're done. Well, a social media right. user has caused a stir on TikTok after showing that some hotel rooms might not be as clean as they first appear. Now this Whee! should this should tell you the people who are hanging on TikTok every day they have never seen any of this stuff. They <laughs> okay. they have never seen the black light. You know, uh, Uh, investigation of hotel rooms. They never have. Her name's Alyssa. She shared a look at her paper towel test on the floor of her hotel room's bathroom. In her clip, she can be seen taking a paper towel, spraying it with some water, and then wiping the tiled floor around the toilet. The floor appears to have been clean before she got there. But when she holds up the paper towel to the camera, you can see it's actually filthy. (laughs) Mm-hmm. She says, the first thing I did when I got to the hotel room was the paper towel test. This is why I have trust issues. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> this reminds me, I've told you the story about uh, the Jeff Foxworthy tells about doing the show with Larry, the cable guy somewhere. And the there's no air conditioning in this place, the or it's gone bad or something like that. And he sweated all the way through the show. And all he can think about after the show is getting back to the hotel so he can get out of his sweaty clothes and get comfortable. And he and he, he goes back to the hotel, and he he, uh, he does that. He gets out of his sweaty clothes. He's down to his boxer shorts, and he's, he grabs a remote, remote control and thinks, you know what? I'm going to just sit back here and watch something on the TV, prop my feet up, and as he does it, it occurs to him, I'm not the first person that's had this idea. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy.
0: liferadio.fm. It's the Mark and Max show, and it is a pleasure to have you with us. We do appreciate it. I know we try to say that every day. We also ask that you share this on social media, you know, let people know you're listening. Uh, But as we head into Christmas, which all joking aside, you know, of what we do day in and day out, it is uh, Christmas and Easter are two of those times where we truly do uh, take the time out of the, the day, you know, to recognize who it is we worship and why and do we actually worship you know it's yeah. it's one of those things that i think is kind of a i don't i'm not don't mean throw away in a negative way i just mean that sometimes we don't give it the proper attention yeah uh the personal private one-on-one attention each one of us needs to experience mm. and uh anyway it, this past sunday um we mark and i both go to church of the Highlands and the uh, church has campuses all over the place. Um, As a matter of fact, I I think, Um, they've hired the attorney that does the call me Alabama to find out if, you know, where is a Starbucks that doesn't have a church of the Highlands building next to it, you know, or built around it. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, but you can, you can watch the services online. Um, it's just really incredible. But anyway, I'm not doing a sales pitch for the church, but if you're not, if you're not connected, if you're not involved, this is one that you could easily do it right from home. Right. Uh, but the one thing they don't do is they put on an incredible Christmas program. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know till yesterday when Mark and I were talking about it off the air that you, you can't see it online. You actually yeah. have to go
1: and yeah. see it. There's copyright uh, issues, the, you know, with okay. material. Yeah. yeah. And they have to the buy message, licensing though, for stuff that they didn't, you know. Yeah. But the message is, wow. Yeah. The message
0: just, uh, uh, it was just very powerful. And it, it really, it. In the midst of this, you know, I, Christmas is a joyful time, mm-hmm. but there is a message, you know, and, uh, anyway, the message that, uh, that was out was just, uh, one of those things that really did touch yeah. and it wasn't an aside. It wasn't an afterthought, you know, um, <laughs> brother Chris does not do, um, off the cuff, you know, yeah. it's, you can, he's a godly man and he allows God to use him in a very powerful way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's just, how do you, anyway, it doesn't, I could go on this for all day, but <laughs> it was just a great service. It really was yeah. very, very touching, good service. And it wasn't what I expected. So there you go. Right. Um, just throwing it out there that this time of year, uh, it's more than it is, it's so much more. And yet we lose sight of it. And, and as Christians, we constantly have to remind everybody, well, it ain't about presents. It's not about Santa. And it's like, well, you know what? For little kids it is. Yeah. And you, you can teach everything, you know, it's just time and place for everything.
1: Right. And it's okay (laughs) to have fun. It is. It is. You don't lose sight of it. You, You can actually have a lot of fun and not lose sight of the meaning right. of everything and i in our family gatherings uh we always have a, a little time the family gathers around and it's usually right before we eat we have a little time mm-hmm. of prayer and it always the, the the little blessing time uh right before we eat the always. blessing, yeah. <laughs> the blessing. <laughs> i pledge allegiance but uh <laughs> it always it always involves a little reminder and i usually mm-hmm. i'm usually the one that gets called on right right but, hey would you pray pray for us sure yeah. sure i will and there's yeah. always a little bit of reminder you know let's let's not forget what mm-hmm. this day is all about and 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 so we should we should enjoy our show ourselves we should have fun but we shouldn't you know take that counting cuss words at the movies attitude about it and try to <laughs> try to correct everybody about the meaning of christmas otherwise you run people off you need to right. attract yep
0: and that's the whole point point. Yeah. and i i've thought about that many times where I have been labeled a certain way by certain people who don't know me. Mm. You know, they just know of us or what we do. Right. And yeah. uh, I, that really gets frustrating. I'm like, really, have you ever heard me say that, you know, have you ever heard, but people assume certain things about, you know, oh, what yeah. we are and, yeah. and, you know, Christmas is a time mm. to recognize all of the, uh, just everything. It's okay to have fun and joyful. And if we can't, if Christians Mm. cannot have fun and be filled with joy and peace, I'm telling you, why would anybody want what we claim to have? Right. So anyway, it just boggles my mind at how many times we actually miss Mm. the true meaning while we're trying to talk about the true meaning, you know? So there you go. It is the Mark and Mac show. And I will tell you that there is, Very few things in this world that children remember from when they're children, you know, they, Mm -hmm. but when they're 50 years old, they will remember when I was six years old, I got X, Y, Z for Christmas. Right. And it was fun. Yeah. And that's what they're going to remember. And just love on them, man. Uh, the other night, uh, Braylon, uh, we were watching something and uh, we were both tired, you know, (laughs) and he laid his little head on my chest, you know, and I was working and he, he just, we both fell asleep. And I thought, this is the greatest, you know, gift for me right now. I just needed it. I just needed my little buddy snuggling, you know, because at six years old, he is a handful some days. He's the size of a 10 year old, you know, (laughs) and being able to to, Hannah has done such a good job of making sure that he is all boy, he plays, but he will surprise you with spiritual depth Mm -hmm. and talking, you know? It's like you ask him what it's about, he's going to tell you. When oftentimes he will stop you when you're talking about Santa and say, "But you, you know, Papa, you know," (laughs) and he'll give you some depth. And you're like, "Good job, baby." Mm -hmm. All right, it is the Mark and Mac Show. This is LifeRadio.fm. LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac Show. Cruising along, singing a song, mixing in some Christmas music for fun. Wow! Hopefully, you're enjoying that. There's this headline that says this: mm-hmm. single man, 66, takes bold action Ooh. to find love, Uh-oh. erecting a billboard to find a quote good woman unquote. Now, Mark, okay, if you're 66 and single, uh huh, odds are your name is Captain Beanie. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Sweatpants, more like it, but, Uh you know, I'm thinking this, there's a lot of ways to go with this, but if Uh you're 66 and uh, you're looking for a quote unquote good woman, Uh I don't know if erecting a billboard's the way to go.
1: Mm. Well... We've been, I mean, you know, we've both been married to our prospective uh, spouses for long enough that this is kind of foreign territory for the both of us. But if you imagine, I can't imagine. No, for i real. Yeah, I know. He's I <gasps> Wait
0: a minute. Mark, can you imagine? I mean, look, <laughs> no. Something happens to Jane. Bless no, her heart. No, I
1: can't imagine. Uh-uh. Okay. I'd rather not. Thanks.
0: No, I'm I'm with you. I mean, <laughs> yeah,
1: really? But, if, yeah. And then that, that first, what would it be like, I mean, oh, my goodness. Think about being in the dating scene again at that age think about it just think about it and getting that first date that that's going to be the toughest part uh you know i'd be worse than sheldon i'm telling you yeah oh Uh okay if you if you don't have that just really hit home all like wait a minute if you if you're not into you you know you're not into tech you don't have the smartphone dating apps things like that (laughs) what do you do what what (laughs) what you
0: know and i can uh, hear it now Hey Dave, can I get some dance lessons? Because I still don't know how to do that pretzel. <laughs> well, and there are. I some... guess you go to the
1: YMCA. Yeah, <laughs> and those of us who uh, those of us who understand and remember what newspapers are. <laughs> <laughs> you know there used to be lonely hearts columns and news po- uh, papers apparently they're still popular but oh, there's this self 60- facebook s- it's called facebook yeah there's a 66 year old guy from texas he's come up with a m- more attention grabbing way to advertise his availability his name is jim Bays. he's so determined to find love he paid for a giant billboard advertisement on the side of a texas highway That lets everyone driving on the road know he's in the market for a good woman. Hmm. The billboard reads, wanted a good woman, 50 to 55-ish, for talks and walks and mutual acts of kindness. There's also a phone number printed at the bottom of the uh, advertisement, which goes to a specifically created voicemail box and a large picture of Jim in a cowboy hat on the left-hand side. Now, Jim Hmm. only moved to Texas back in June after moving his contractor business from Washington to get a fresh start. after starting out his dating journey online, Jim, who's been divorced twice and has fathered five children, knew he needed to try a different approach as he found dating apps didn't present somebody's authentic personality. Well, duh. (laughs) He told local news outlet Austonia It's not like when you were in high school and it's easy to meet somebody. How do you meet somebody that's on the same page? How do you create the number of accidents that need to happen in order for you to meet somebody that you really mix well with? He's looking for a partner who can reassure him that he can get through the tough times in his life as well as someone who won't mind how busy he is. He adds, I'm busy, but we're not intended to go through life alone. Anybody who doesn't believe that, all they have to do is listen to that. Something inside them that constantly seems to be nudging them to go find somebody special. I want somebody that has a shoulder where I can just lay my head down or a lap I can lay my head down. Somebody who who says, don't worry, you're going to get through this. It'll be fine. He really is looking for a golden retriever. He's looking for his mother. That's what he's looking for. (laughs) Go get him, boy. (laughs) He says, I'd love to find somebody like that. Then he says, Jennifer Aniston's not bad. I'm kidding. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well. Bless his heart. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, ladies, he's available. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Max show. Just kind of cruising along, singing a song, side by side yay so all i want for christmas mark yeah all i want for christmas
1: i i gotta be honest with you i don't know why the title of this particular story has that in it i, mm-hmm. I think it's maybe just okay. an attention getter it's about because yeah, mi- it got mine yeah it, <laughs> it's it's actually about milk production and this this time you wouldn't you wouldn't think about it but this time of year dairy farmers actually have an extra load on them because so many people are baking so many people are oh. doing you know they're, they're cooking yeah. and using milk and okay. the holidays really ramps that up and they're okay. looking for ways to boost milk production um mm. y- hmm. there are some methods that involve drugs and electrocution <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> yeah there are <laughs> so <laughs> now we're
0: making yeah. oh, wait a minute. we're getting milk or are we going to the the death penalty
1: phase of the trial here <laughs> well you know? it's, it's instant it's an instant of, uh, <laughs> i'm sorry it's just you just it's electronic means of some kind, yeah. but not all farms okay. are into that kind of thing. Plus a right. lot of the stuff that you might think would stimulate cows just stresses them out and relaxing cows is the way to go. Really? And cows give more milk when they're natu- they mac- <clears throat> naturally, naturally <laughs> where's my, I've been doing so good all day and it's <laughs> my mouth is checked out. It's done. Well. Um Cows give more milk <laughs> when they naturally make oxy- oxytocin. That means, when they're happy, happy cows give more milk, and that's something a well, lot of people. Happy. Don't
0: know yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. There well, we go. Happy so there
1: ca- <laughs> we go. Sometimes I did not call your wife a cow. I no, just was I saying, know. you know. Yeah, it's, uh, well, uh, sometimes the farm uh, farmers heat their barns up. Uh, they keep cows comfy with soft bedding. A lot of farmers have tried music. Cows seem to like music. They make more milk when they've been listening to music, and uh, eventually they start to complain when the farmer turns the radio off. Think about that. The cows are unhappy. Wow. You turn, to, oh, what's that racket? And you turn the radio off and the cows all turn around. Hey, we were listening <laughs> we're to that. We were listening to that. <laughs> Dark side of the moon. <laughs> That's what we were doing. Uh-huh. The, there actually has been an experiment. A big one happened, the biggest one, about 20 years ago. Researchers at the University of Leicester played various artists, and they concluded that slow songs actually work the best. When the music's around 100 beats per minute, milk production can rise three <laughs> percent now no scientists have since replicated these results and also no scientists have actually tried it's a difficult mm. and expensive experiment to set up unless you happen to already own your own herd of cows because of that we mostly just have farmers own experiments to go from so our farmers all seem to agree music helps and cows like when the farmers settle on a single recording because they like routine and usually farms try whichever music the employees like the best. So American farms play a lot of Spanish language or country music. But one Texas <laughs> farm discovered that cows seem to hate Willie Nelson for some reason. <laughs> oh, my word. Who would have ever thought that cows would hate a particular artist? Don't Man. like that Willie Nelson. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what's offensive about Willie like that. I mean, as a musician. It's just. I'm just thinking back on the single recording, Cows Like Routine. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine you're working at the dairy farm, and every day you have to listen to the same cut over <laughs> and over and over
0: and over? Oh. It's sad. I was thinking about music and cows, okay? Yeah, the yeah. first thing that came to mind, 1969, Woodstock. One of the lawsuits filed after the concert was by farmers who in the area whose cows did not... Deliver milk as expected because of the you
1: know craziness that went on. I mean, it was actually a thing. There really was. Yeah. There were several lawsuits that had to get settled. Well, now we know what actually happened was they got used to the music, and now that they don't have it, they won't. They won't give milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wait a minute. Was Willie Nelson at Woodstock? No. Oh, good. Well, we can't blame him then.
0: LifeRadio.fm FM, the Mark and Mag Show, and. Cows don't like Willie Nelson. <laughs> That's going to be our thing from now on. If you missed it a couple of minutes ago, download the podcast and listen.
1: Cows it's don't like so Willie. so weird. Yeah. And it's one of those, I was just, I told Dave, it's one of those things. Now, from now yep. on, it's going to be in your head. And every yep. time somebody mentions Willie Nelson, you're going to think, don't say it. Just don't yeah. say it. Do-. Did you know, did you know that cows don't like Willie Nelson? <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. Alrighty.
0: righty. <laughs> Mark, we had a story earlier today about a Superman comic. Yeah. That uh, the one like the original. Whatever, it was an expensive comic book. I'll very, leave it at the that. The very first Superman yeah. Comic book, yeah. So we got a five millimeter tiny book. Yeah. Five millimeter. Now, mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm not good with
1: millimeters. I mean, I'm trying to think of how big uh, that is. It's tiny. It's extremely, okay. extremely tiny. Okay. Um, there are 254 millimeters in an inch oh okay yeah wow and why i know that I, wow Well, hey Mark, there, there's 2.54 centimeters in an inch there's 10 millimeters to a second wow. yeah so anyway um man did you know that cows don't like willie nelson i just I got out there <laughs> i got my math wrong anyway i okay. was wrong anyway and i did hear about willie nelson and cows okay. by the way i wonder yeah. what he ever did to them um, but it's a tiny, this is, it's a tiny book. It really is. It's five right. millimeters on each side. It surprised auctioneers in Brussels by selling for $4,739 and 11 what? cents. Mm-hmm. It was in Brussels. Yeah. Not Brussels sprouts. It was okay. No, I, no, no, yeah. that's, I was
0: don't. like, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> All right. Arenberg auction said the book, which contains the Catholic Lord's prayer printed in Dutch, English, American, English, French, German, Spanish, and Swedish. All of those in that little book Wow, was one of a few hundred published by the Gutenberg Museum in Mainz, Germany back in 1952 as a fundraising project to pay for post-war reconstruction efforts. The book measures just five millimeters. That's a two-tenths of an inch on each side. Um, the auction house said the book had been expected to sell for up to 1700 bucks, but they, sur- they were surprised when it when it uh it hit a high bid of 3949.61 and of course extra fees and everything brought the total price up to $4,739.11. The printed text is so minuscule you can't read it with the naked eye. You have to have a strong magnifying glass. That's what the auctioneer says about it. The auction included the metal printing plates that he used they used to make it as well. The copy has been in a collection for dozens of years. It's kept in a jewel box as if it were a gem. You could even incorporate it into a transparent jewel and wear it around your neck if you wanted to. Uh, the book came with the metal mm-hmm. printing plant. Wow! Right. Yeah, so it's um, yeah. it's tiny, tiny, tiny. Thinking about making one four millimeters. I'm just thinking if that five <laughs> went for that much, what one you know went for four? Well, um, call me up when you finish engraving right. the printing plates to do it with, because wow. <laughs> All right. So whenever
0: they talk about the world's economy going in the tank and I'm thinking, but we're spending money on comic books and tiny books. (laughs) (laughs) What's next? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) next thing you're going to try to tell me is that cows don't like Willie Nelson. Who would have (laughs) thought? Life the mark and Mag show christmas time is here and it's an exciting week uh do want to give you a couple of quick heads of course uh, christmas this weekend uh between now and then we will be celebrating festivus uh for the rest of us and uh, we'll break it down for you tomorrow to make sure that you have all your materials ready yeah uh, for the festivus celebration yeah. and in case you're not totally prepared we will help you uh get your you know uh, the list of things that people have done wrong this year that you don't like, you know, that you're mad about. Yeah. And For the maybe the give you a few. Is, yeah, yeah. Yes. And a few tips on wrestling and things like that. You know, the feats of strength. <laughs> so there you go. We got all that coming up on tomorrow's show. But as we wind things down today, we had a lost dog returned by an Ups driver in Tennessee. Yeah. Now we have a Chicago woman reunited with a cat lost two years earlier in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a little suspicious here. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that the cat was not so much lost as given away, you know? <laughs> oh, I don't Chitty know about that.
1: <laughs> Send her back to the wilderness. Maybe just happy to be gone. Uh, You know, a Chicago woman whose cat escaped during a stop in Asheville, North Carolina in 2019, was reunited with her pet more than two years later when a charity that may that takes care of feral cats picked her cat up. Nicole Watkins said she and her son had been moving from Wake Forest to Chicago with their two cats when they made a stop in Asheville. And one of the cats, Naomi, dashed out of the vehicle through an open door because cats. she was was looking for Winona. (laughs) That's what she was doing. (laughs) <laughs> she wanted to go whale. Um, Naomi ran off on S- Smoky Park Highway on September 22nd, 2019, and Watkins said she spread flyers around the area, hoping someone would spot the cat. Watkins said she alerted the local police and animal shelters, but had to continue on to Chicago because of a job interview the next day. Watkins said she made five trips to Asheville in the ensuing two years to search for Naomi, and she also contacted veterinarians and posted in online cat owner groups in the hopes of locating the missing pet. Naomi had been missing for more than two years when Watkins was contacted on November 30th and told her pet had been found by Friends to Ferals, an Asheville charity that captures feral cats to be spayed or neutered and given immunizations before being released. The group said volunteer Sam Glaze was rounding up feral cats when she encountered a feline on the Smoky Park Highway that seemed unusually friendly for a stray. Mm -hmm. Friends to Ferals suspected the cat might have been an escaped pet so they took the animal to a veterinarian to be scanned for a microchip the chip identified the cat as eight-year-old Naomi and included Watkins phone number Watkins says I cried I jumped up and down I sat down because I couldn't believe it Um, I still can't believe it so she traveled to Asheville and was reunited with Naomi on Sunday well I mean I'm glad that it ended up that way I mean what a Great thing. Mm-hmm. You can still you can't still hanging hang around the same highway, the same parkway. Where mm-hmm. it got away. Yeah. hmm Seems two years later it seems to be doing okay. You know. I'm thinking. The I cat, think I'm gonna try but, this with my cat. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm it, it was. An, gonna... I don't think it was. I, I think it was an escape. <laughs> I think the mm-hmm. word is right. She escaped from their vehicle.
0: I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> But she low-jacked me, man.
1: (laughs) Mark and Mac Mornings, only on liferadio.fm.